Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Friends Podcast, man. Thank you so much for joining us again. If it's your first time, yes, sir. Thank you for coming through, man. We appreciate everybody, um, all the listeners, new and old. But I'll mm-hmm. introduce myself. My name is Matt. I'm here with my co-host. My name is Rod, and this is the Friends Podcast. Make sure you check us out. We're streaming everywhere: Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and YouTube most definitely man anywhere you could even imagine so uh yeah man i guess we can go ahead and get into it um i don't know if we want to yep. start with uh it's the new you know, year yeah it's about to be the new year in a minute hopefully this, yeah i'm pretty sure this is gonna drop before the, the year ends um but yeah so happy new year to everybody that's you know listening that can hear the sound of our voices but i mean yeah. you want old and no yeah so you want to um i guess should we open up with uh you know kind of a recap of what we've been going what's been going on this week or like how you feeling yeah uh so i want to uh we can talk about how what's been going on in our week for sure and then we'll go ahead and transition into talking about some of our best moments from the year some of the people we had on as a guest and also some of our regular episodes all right, cool. So let's get into it. So uh, I guess what's been going on with you, uh, you know, this past week and, you know, it's, it's been a while since y'all heard our voices. So I guess, you know, what's been going on with you? Yeah, this is going to be the last episode of the year. So, um, but what, what's been going on with me? I just got moved in to my new spot. Trying to get unpacked. Got to get new furniture, all that good stuff. Just trying to get everything situated, looking up new things, internet, cable, uh, all the other stuff that you have to do when you you know when you first move in somewhere so just handling that um it's also been the holidays so going to see family eating having a good time bullshitting enjoyed that mm-hmm. got to see some some family that i ain't seen in in years from chicago which was nice um. Yeah, I mean, I'm still working. Like it's like that in between week between Christmas and the New Year's. Like some people probably get that time off, but for other people, like like myself, I'm just still working. Just like, all right, when, when's the New Year's gonna happen? Yeah, I, that's how it's always been for me. I'm kind of used to just working, you know, after Christmas going into the New Year. Like it is what it is. I mean, it would be cool to have that time off, but for me, like, it's just like, you know, you know, I might as well go ahead and get this check. My last position, they had like the last two weeks off. So I was, you get kind of got used to that. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, see, I guess on my end, I mean, ain't shit really going on as usual, just kind of kicking it, chilling. Of course, like Ryan said, the holidays, so traveling out and, um, you know, going to see family and shit like that. And just kind of trying to prepare for like the new year, you know, what goals do I want to set? You know, where do I want to be? We're really reflecting on 2022 and where do I want to be at the end of 2023? Where am I now? You know what I mean? And, and things of that nature. So that's kind of the mindset I'm in right now. Just kind of trying to recalibrate, even though I, I mean, a lot of people say that shit is bullshit, that new year, new, new me shit. But I think it is, you know, a lot of people don't set goals at all. So it's like if you try to set a goal at the end of every year a couple of goals maybe i think you're probably in a good place so i'm just kind of trying to get into that mindset you know trying to trying to whatever get to it where takes to, to uh get. drive people 
to write a couple goals down. Yeah. That's what it takes. If it's the new year for you, good for you. Mm-hmm. But yeah, just anything to better yourself is always a great thing. Most definitely. So um yeah, man, we done had a good year, man. We um we, we got a lot of hours in on this podcast, mm-hmm. man. A lot of content that we gave y'all this year. And hopefully you enjoyed it, you know. So um I guess we can kind of talk about some some of the highlights for this year. Um we've had 20 plus guests i don't have the exact number of how many guests we have but we had 20 plus for sure um maybe 30 plus um, yeah we're gonna do it like a little recap yeah we don't know how exactly we're gonna do it probably a few, and within a few posts maybe during the week just going over all the guests that we we really enjoy having on we really appreciate you guys we love networking with you guys and we hope to continue the conversation into the new year most definitely um so i guess uh i don't know we uh, when, when we do our solo podcast it's just kind of like um i don't know i don't know what i've enjoyed more the solos or the interviews or just the you know conversation with other you know friends and you know colleagues and, and things of that nature so i don't know what i enjoy more but i would say um I don't know. I kind of just like having energy of people that we meeting for the first time. Maybe we already know them and they coming on and, you know, kicking it. So I, I really have enjoyed, you know, some of the people that we've had on, um, namely. Like who? Yeah, I was about to say namely. Um, let's see. I don't know. I don't want to pick and choose favorites and shit like that, but I'm, I guess I'm going to have to. Fuck it. Um, yeah, it's the new year. Go ahead and shout them out. I'll say. Um, Somebody got to win an award. I'll say um, I'm just going to put it I'm just going to keep it 1000 with y'all So like I think that our best Some of our best um, content that we have out there um, Yep this is Matt Picks I would say the Leah B interview was really good Check that one out Um, I would say um, Damn let's see I I really like Luce Merlin too Because I think one of the things about the Luce Merlin interview Is we kind of let her cook and we, we usually let a lot of our guests cook and just kind of talk and, and say what they want to say, get their thoughts out. But Luce Merlin was really like detailed and very um, long winded, but not in a bad way. I, <clears throat> I just really enjoyed listening back to that one. Um, shout out completely booked with Jordan. I think she was super dope. She had a dope story. Great entrepreneurship. Um, yep. Let's see. I don't know. It's a lot of them, man. It's really a lot that I really enjoyed. Um do you have you're any a name? You're a name. No dudes. So? <laughs> <laughs> so what? <laughs> it is what it is. That's, that's the ones that came to mind, like, you know, just okay. off the top of my head, you know what I mean? But, I mean, do you have any that you want to, you know, that, that come to your mind when you think about the best of 2022 from us? A lot of the people that you chose was my favorite as well. I'm going to say that. Um... I like the interview that we had with who was that? I ain't even trying to disrespect them. Damn. Well, it was our. I thought our homie Josh. Like his yeah, that interview. one was cool. That was cool. Yeah. There was a lot that was edited out for sure. Yeah, for sure. Like at least half of it. Yeah, most of it probably. Um, we also had. The freaking interview with Ace Rar, which was one of our first interviews. 
definitely great energy there yeah ace was dope i think that was that was either our first or second one it was like um he was talking his shit like he was talking about like like community building and shit like that he was really knowledgeable right. about a lot of things so like that one was was super dope yeah ronde interview was really dope yeah yeah for sure yeah he was dope too i mean i, I also like the what we had hannah hannah on and she talked about her book fried chicken mm -hmm. pedicure yeah for sure and for sure. some of like their stories and what she went through in that book was really was really cool to hear about mm -hmm. um also the the dime interview was really dope so yeah i mean those are some of my favorites probably from the I'm year about to say, like i said i don't even want to like sit here and choose because we can really sit here and name off pretty much all of them it was a couple that you know kind of fell flat a little bit just because maybe the audio was was bad or the energy wasn't there all the way but for the most part i feel like you know we, we kind of did our thing and try to bring yeah, it i like i like all the interviews for sure i definitely like nessie uh when he came on yeah that one was cool that one was cool um let's see i don't even know I, justin the producer was dope we was talking about mushrooms and shit like that for sure my cousin came on oh yeah yeah he came on a few different times so yeah shout out for to sure. him shout um, out to uh all the people that came on pat yo shout out maurice um, maurice for sure who else who else who else uh i'm pretty sure that's and it Mo vega oh yeah Mo vega was dope too yeah for sure definitely rolando soul all right we, we ain't gonna sit here and name off all of them we gonna we gonna make a post and be like you know this is all <laughs> the people that we have you know that that we yeah. that we had on the, on the show this year we had a lot of people yeah we gotta just do like a, a roll of names so that everybody can just kind of visually see it yeah roll the and credits go check it out yeah roll the credits for the year when we put out those those posts and shit on our page mm -hmm. so y'all gonna see it so you know if you've been following us for you know the about a year that we've been you know recording and shit like that last year we did a i want to say we did top 10 albums of 2021 and that was like one of our first episodes so we kind of want to see it you know do it again for 2022 because you know of course we listen to music a lot and shit like that um and i, I don't know i'm just kind of interested to hear like how how much better structured this one is versus the one back then because that was in the very beginning so i'm kind of it ain't gonna be to much better I mean, shit, I'm going to hope so. I'm going to hope so. I, I'm just hoping, can we get more detail? Or me personally, I, I want to try to get more detail and more more something. You know what I mean? I, I would have to go back and listen and, and see what the fuck I was, was saying back then. But without further ado, I guess we can go ahead and get into that top 10. Um, I guess, do we have an order? Do we have like a, a 10 to Tell 1? Tell me about your list. Are was we, there we, an order when you thought of it? Um... Nah, I'm I'm probably gonna pick an order. Just low key the way it's ordered on. Nah, never mind. It's not. Yeah, I, right. I didn't have an order at all. I just uh, thought about a bunch of albums that I ha I consistently have on repeat throughout the year. Could you put it um, in order? Is it possible? It would be pretty hard for me. Okay, okay. Maybe I can choose like a top five. I got you. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Let let's. Well, then we also have some honorable mentions and shit like that, too. So I guess let's start with those um, and then we can get into like the top 10, like definitive, like, yo. OK, we'll go through the honorable uh, mentions real quick. Yeah. 
All right, so the honorable mentions that I got is J.I.D., The Forever Story. I thought he came out with a really incredible album. The stories he was able to talk about from his family was, was real dope. I thought he finally came into his own, and, and it was a very personal album. Um, I'm looking forward to what he got. better than that. Is 10 albums better than that? This year? I don't know. I got 10 albums better than that. Than that. Okay. But, um, okay. Let's see. That's one of my honorable mentions. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, keep it moving. Uh, Kiss the Ring, Rome Streets. Album was really dope. I, I consistently have the album on repeat. He's uh, one of the guys on Griselda. What they're doing there is real, real dope. I'm lo- I'm loving all the the artists uh, out there. You also notice that one of the artists made my top ten. Also got Phony People, Euphonious. It's a it's a it's this black band, and they make really just dope music. One of the greatest people live performing. I've said that before on the podcast. So make sure you go and check them out. Phony people. New money by Baby Money. Detroit artist. That album's real fire. People go. People probably would say his critique though is that a lot of the music may sound the same, but. I like the different kind of beats and the styles of the, the uh, beats he choose to rap on. So I, I'm really fucking with that album. I'm, I'm interested to see how his career progresses as he becomes um, a more seasoned artist. Vince Staple, Ramona Park, Broke My Heart. That well, that was a real great album. I was almost considering that to be in my top 10 for this, uh, for this year, but it didn't quite hit the top 10 for me it wasn't something that i just kept going back to listen to it was dope like in the moment mm-hmm. there's a few tracks on there that i really like that i i see myself keep going back to them but overall the entire album not just putting the album on and letting it play um but then staples like that album was amazing this is probably one of your best albums for sure um this well this was one of See, these albums are hard. Like, they could have been in my top 10. Results Take Time by Simba. Uh, he's a new artist. Album had a lot of great stories. He raps very well. And he knows how to put a great song together. And this album is really lyrical wordplay. Like, make sure you go check out his album. Mm-hmm. One of the best albums of the year for sure. Um, 3000 Degrees by Ombre. Like, I've talked about this album probably a few times on the pod as well. Like, this album, this little seven, eight song EP that she uh, came out with, it could have been my top 10, but I, th- I think it's more of like a little small project and I'm something that she probably gearing up for a bit way bigger project. So, I think she has superstar potential for sure. What about your honorable mentions? Yeah, man, my shit is like, um, it's either shit that I heard once and it was like, okay, this is actually fire. I just never went back to, or it's just shit that just couldn't make it in, um, in my top 10. So shit that I heard once and and was fire, uh, I'm going to say Soul Soul Separately by Freddie Gibbs. Freddie Gibbs, like sometimes, like some of his past albums, I've, I've played them over and over and over again, but Soul Soul Separately, I don't know why I didn't. Um, but it was really good though. Like beats were good. I think the features were were really interesting on there. Um, Jero Music and Zion Lupe Fiasco. That one was also a great 
like you want to talk about bars and wordplay and all that shit like lupe is you know top tier at, at that type at that type of shit um let's see what else what else uh i would say in this this album called not tight by dami and uh jd beck so that's like um dami is a keyboard a keyboard player jd beck is a drummer and they're like kind of like a jazz a, a new jazz type shit like so that one was dope it had anderson pack on there snoop dogg was on there buster rhymes was on there um super dope album now shit now shit that i didn't that almost made it to my top um to my top 10 so i'm gonna say roughs by kenny mason and this one is recent too because like i, I kind of feel bad about putting shit that just came out in my top 10 for the year but I also feel like I don't know how do you how you feel about albums this year? Like, do you feel like it was an album year for you? Do you feel like it was like a singles singles or single songs year for you? Like, how you feel about that? I feel like this album was definitely. I guess I started off with my answer: albums, albums for sure, more than singles. Hmm. I just feel like artists this year they pay a little bit more time. Um, they had coronavirus. To come up with shit, think, and people had a lot of music that they were just building up, and they want to uh, get out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, it was some good albums, but for me personally, going back and listening to full albums, it wasn't a lot that I was like, "Oh, I gotta go hear that full album, top to bottom, like right now." Um, but yeah, so Ruffs, Kenny Mason, Ghetto Guys by Earth Gang. That's one of the ones I can play straight through. Um, that one is super dope, as well as Oh Really by Doughboy. That one is one of those straight through joints. Love for Rent, Smino, that's one of the straight through joints. Um, Antagonist by Autumn, that's one of the straight through joints. Um, and then my last one is uh, Mr. Memphis Massacre 3 by Duke Deuce. And um, that one is, is pretty recent as well, but I don't know, something about Duke Deuce, like he... I don't. It's a million rappers from Memphis, but something about the way Duke Deuce puts a song together and rap is, raps on it, and his features and like the beats he chooses is like it's it's like a movie almost. I can't really explain it, but it's very vivid the way he um he, he put his shit together. So shout out to all of them, and then we can go ahead and get into our actual top ten, no specific order. Um, I guess you want to kick it off. Yeah, we're going back and forth. That's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds good. All right. I'm going to start with, the, I guess, like the bottom of my list. No particular order for me either. But it's 070 Shake. You Can't Kill Me. Mm-hmm. I know I discussed this album, all these albums in my top 10. We pointed them out at some point. So, yeah, this album had like a lot of tracks on there. And the sound and was very innovative. It's very Prince-like when I think of music. Hmm. Like it's, it's just a, a mix of rock and just vocals and instruments. It's it's just really good. Like it definitely was my top ten albums that I could see myself like always going back to. Um, especially if you're taking like a long trip or something. And you want to just get away from hearing all that uh, clappity clap clap. I'm gonna kill somebody, or I got, or I got, or I got a torque. Yeah, it's a, it's a good palate cleanser for sure. When you just want to hear instruments and beats. 
Yeah, she dope, and she one of the people that use her voice as an instrument, which a lot of people do, mm-hmm. but it's like really apparent. And I haven't heard this album, but I heard the old shit, and like, yeah, she, she like an FKA voice. Twigs or something. Like I put them kind of the same category ish. Yeah. Use they when I when you say use your voice as an instrument. Yeah. Yep. No, I can see what but you're saying. But the sounds are different for sure. Definitely but. different. Yeah. But I, I see what you're saying. But um, yeah, zero seven zero seven zero shake. Make sure you check her out. I won't make my top ten. So go ahead. Okay. Shout out to that. Um, this one I'm, I'm gonna have to start off. I'm gonna start off um, negative. Excuse me. I'm gonna start off a little bit negative, right quick. So. Since we last recorded, the rapper uh, Big Scar passed away. I think he uh, OD'd or something like that. He didn't get killed um, by somebody else. Um, yeah, who was that? Big Scar. He was. Um, he's ten seventeen. So he got on the same time. Pusha T, Fujiano. Like he was. He was on that on that same label. Um, so RP. Right. Yeah, RP Big Scar. Um, so the one I. Yeah, I want to bring up Big Grim Reaper to return, which he dropped his his debut last year, but he he dropped his deluxe this year and it has so many songs that I fuck with. Uh, let me see what songs will I. This is your top ten, or is it yes. because top? No, <laughs> I I literally play this like so like the the joints off to the deluxe that I fuck with. Uh, Fantasy will offset his yeah, heart. Okay, not for real. Like I literally do play. <laughs> I literally play bass card for real. Uh, Forbes list the regular. Um, what did I say? Oh, detail. Detail is hard. I already said fantasy with offset on the same shit. Um, so yeah, this this de- deluxes. I don't know, but the thing about deluxes sometimes it'd be like, uh, like they just be throwing shit on there that they did. But like, it's it's some definitely some decent songs in here for sure. Um, but shout out to Big Scar because even the original, um, uh, Big Grim Reaper, the intro to that shit is so hard. Um, so yeah, I'm just, I'm just, uh, you know, kind of sad. I won't get to hear no new music from him. You know, Pusaisti locked up, Fujiano locked up. Like, what's going on at that label? I, I have no idea. Um, but yeah, so let me, uh, let me start it off by saying, Big Green Reaper, The Return, Big Scar. That's my number ten. All right, so I'm gonna go ahead and go to my next one. This um, artist in particular, I don't even want to cap. I ain't even heard the album. But I just know the album is in the top 10 of the year. Like, I don't have, like, they're that good where I know and I'm very confident in their potential and what they've already done, like the superstar that they are and how long it took to even come out with this album. It's SZA with SOS. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to it yet, and I will. I didn't want to. It was one of those albums I didn't want to run straight to with everyone else. I want to enjoy it a little later. Um, when it, when all the hype kind of dies down a little bit. Um, I ain't gonna lie, I haven't heard that shit either. I'm not. I, I really forgot it came out. But um, sometimes when you waiting so long for some shit, like damn, like I already don't give a fuck no more. <laughs> you know. But I'm sure it's, it's good. Though. It's 23 songs, so I'm sure like this shit slap. It's one hour long, one hour eight minutes. But um, yeah, SOS Scissor. Okay. Oh, the album cover hard though. Damn. It reminded me of uh, Baby Keem. A lot of blue cover. He's in the water, 
I could see that. I was thinking that Drake. What's what's that Drake album where he was on top of that tower? Is that Views? That sound like that would be Views. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, shit. We ain't. We both ain't heard this shit. But you know, like you said, like SZA is. SZA don't really miss a whole lot, especially since he dropped Control. But really, it's been Control, and then it's this. So <laughs> like, I don't know. It could be really good though. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah. I ain't got to hear it to know. Like, that shit slap. All right. We're going to see. All right. Now, when when you listen to it. The, n- the numbers on the board don't lie. They do sometimes. I mean, you don't listen to Ed Sheeran. You don't listen Ta- to. Taylor Swift. Yeah, you don't listen to Taylor Swift. And, but the numbers on the yeah. board. Bad Bunny. Like, I was going to pick Bad Bunny in my top 10, but I don't know what he's saying. I did like that Bad Bunny album, though. It was good. Yeah, yeah I did. I like the music on there. But it's just hard for me to put in my top ten if I don't, if I can't really understand what you're saying in your lyrics. See, when I listened to it, I went on Genius and read the like, you know, the English version just to kind of figure out what the fuck he was talking about. Oh, uh, okay, um, yeah, yeah. I just be with the vibe. The vibe is there though. I don't blame you. Yeah, like Jamaican music, like boop 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 boop, whatever. Like, yeah, it don't matter. Yeah, if it sound good, it sound good regardless. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we're gonna get to that scissor eventually. Trust us. Um, all right, so let me let me kind of keep it in that same vein. Um, let's keep it R and B. So let me bring up Hypnos or Hypnos, maybe Hypnos by uh, Raven Lene. So this is one of the ones where I, I kept going back to, and I keep going back to. Um, this one is just dope. Like she got a very interesting voice that I never heard before. It kind of remind me like. Of like a mini Ripperton is very high pitched, and um, she made good music, man. She's um, she's a uh, a sometimes a sometimes collaborator with Steve Lacey, who you might hear from later. Um, but yeah, she she's just super dope. Her like, it's just real, just like it's a vibe. And I hate <laughs> I hate trying to describe an album with that, but like you just got to hear the album and then you'll understand. Like okay. Like I, I kind of see what she's doing here. So, and then also I feel like if you got a tiny desk, like if if MPR I can't believe that up, made your top ten. That's surprising. Yeah, I fuck with that one. Um, but top like ten, uh, maybe honorable mention. No, that's top ten for me. Oh, I guess I ain't care for it. That's why. Like, okay. No, but um, if you got it, I feel like it's safe to say like if you got a tiny. No, desk, no shade though. If you got a tiny desk, I feel like you, pretty much like you you doing something right. So. She had a tiny desk, so shout out to her. Uh, all right, go ahead and get to your, get. get Is that what that means? One. If you have a tiny desk, then you got to be doing something right. Uh, yeah, they don't. I mean, it's a lot of niggas that don't have one. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm saying like musically, you got to be pretty good to get a tiny desk. Like Usher has a tiny desk. T Pain, Mac Miller, Thundercat, like these are all like people who can artists. really perform. Yeah, perform or have make, the voice. Yeah, good music. I would say good music too. Like, anybody trying to listen to no bad music on Tiny Desk. So, I just um, remember uh, Drake and Twenty One when they were doing their marketing, they were making fun of all the rollouts. The yeah. one on was like a Tiny Desk. I never watched it because I knew it was fake. Like, I did watch. They had like a colors type. Thing. I wish. You know the colors uh, where they be having the mic come down and shit like that. Yeah, that was a joke too. That was a part of the rollout. 
Yeah, exactly. I saw that, and that was, I mean, it was dope, because I liked the song, but, um, I was gonna say, I almost put that shit in my top 10, too, or, uh, honorable mentions, that, um, her loss, but I'm like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's funny that we were talking about it, because her loss is in my top 10, with Drake in 21. One of the best albums out of the year for me. Okay. There was a lot of tracks on there. I thought Drake really proved himself after CLB disaster of an album. Mm-hmm. On this album, he really proved that he can still rap like he used to. Um, and he actually, I would say, is getting better at rapping when I'm listening to this. Like, he just sounds a lot more comfortable when I listen to this. Comfortable, yes. And comfortable, yes, for sure. And I can tell within like the tracks and him and Twenty One together. When I when I first heard about this album, I wasn't even too excited. When I was just like ah Twenty One, but Drake, he was able to really just take the lead on this project, and Drake really can't miss miss for real. Because he got so many writers and, and it's in a big team that it's, it's hard for him to miss. And hey, this this album was almost like a, a marriage made in heaven, really. Mm, okay. Um, okay. I feel like it's going to be one of those um, duos that we're going to have more projects coming from. From like after we see how good this one went, like there's going to be a, a hair loss too. I'm good. If we don't get a what a time to be alive too, then we don't need her loss too. We already get those uh, Drake and Future songs already. Like, but wouldn't you? I would rather hear what a time to be alive too, because what a time to be alive was like at time, like that 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 stamps like. I don't know, just the way I felt about that at that time, like it stamped something to me where it's like, damn, like this shit was a time. Did that age well? That's a good question. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm not know. still playing that shit no more. I'm not either, but I'm not playing a lot of shit from 2015. So, I mean, I would though if I really thought about it. You know, I I, I might play it like one day. I feel like but, there's definitely some tracks on there, but overall, I'm not gonna be going back. I don't know. It, it, it was some joints on there, but we'll see about her loss in seven years or seven or eight years. Like if people still like, oh yeah, let's let's play to her loss. Let's play uh. What was that shit? Oh, Pussy of Millions. I'm like, what? Who playing Pussy of Millions in 2029? Like, that's not going to happen. But uh, we'll see, though. We'll see. I mean, I like the uh, future and Young Thug. I was really hoping for another album out of them, too. Oh, the Super Slimy? Oh, man. I cannot wait. Like, them together was was amazing. But unfortunately, what, what's happening with Young Thug, it may not be any more collaboration projects like that. True, but I'm sure they have like 500 songs together. Like once they started getting close and like actually becoming friends, like I'm pretty sure they was like inseparable. So like they probably got hella records. But if if he not out, they probably not gonna drop it. Like because it don't make sense for marketing. Like this nigga's in jail. So I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, but let's let's kind of talk about future since we already own it. So let's talk about I Never Liked You uh, by Future. Um. This came out close to the close to the new year um, this year. And um, I don't know. I like this project. I think it's, it's one that I keep going back to. 
uh, the way things going is, is a good track. Um, let's see, Massaging Me is a good track. Um, there's a lot of good records on here that I, that I keep going back to. And he got vibes. Like, that's one of the things about Future. A lot of times he don't be having different vibes, but this one he has like "Wait for You" is a, di a totally different vibe than than um like seven twelve p.m. or like you know what I mean. So like I didn't even think about this album when I was making my top ten. This probably would have made it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let me, let me verify and make sure it came out this year. I want to say it was February. It did come out this year. Did it? Okay. For sure. Yeah. Nah. Th this one was um I was fucking with this one. Definitely some tracks that I like to um, keep going back to. Um, Chickens with ESTG, hard. Like um, a lot of tracks on this album was hard. This was a great album. Yeah, for sure. Oh, it came out in April. Damn. Okay. But yeah, so that's I think that's my number eight. So uh, go ahead and get into your next one. All right. So the other one I'm gonna go ahead and talk about is Jeezy and Drama Snowfall album was amazing i feel like they don't miss whenever there's dj drama and jeezy together mm -hmm. it's gonna it's gonna bang they don't they don't miss when they do their mixtape gangsta grills type shit sure, i guess not and for jeezy to be rapping like how he was rapping back then he wasn't like like snow, uh, like the snowman kind of Jeezy, like rapping like that. He was rapping a, a more adult way and like kind of like recession a little bit like. Yeah. And still able, well, he still was able to mix it up with like that old school, like how he was rapping. But still get his message across like, like it's not, it's, it's new. Like he was still talking about hustling and accountants and businesses and all that shit when I was listening to this album. Mm -hmm. And that's what I like about Jeezy now. It's, it's just the growth and the mind, the mind state. Like he's always for the hustlers, like always about getting up and, and getting your money and working. Like that's what I always liked about Jeezy. Yeah, I was going to say like it's definitely like an updated flow. Like I can see the, I feel the old style Jeezy in this shit or like, like the old trap type shit but like yeah it's definitely updated on some like grown man shit which yeah, i'm glad he's teaching he ain't just yeah. talking about how to flip drugs no more right that's not he's not he's talking about more like flipping real estate and what he's doing now like he's still trapping so to say but yeah he's talking about his trap now right not yep. his trap back then that's what that's what people need to understand like the trap i mean yeah it's about drugs but you could trap anything for real like if you're an entrepreneur like we trapping this podcast, you know what I mean? Trying to get these posts out and get engagement and shit. Like, you can trap burgers, trap, you know what I mean? So, it's work. So, what you got up? My next joint, uh, let's see. Let's see if I can keep it in the same vein. Uh, I'm going to keep it south. I'm going to keep it on the south. Uh, let's let's bring up uh, No Cap, which is NBA Youngboy's artist. So, he had this album called Mr. Crawford. When I first heard this joint, he got this shit on there. Um well, Mr. Crawford is kind of like a play on Mr. Carter, which is, of course, Wayne. And so, like, he got this song, like, the intro on this shit. I think it's called Mr. Crawford or Hey, Mr. Crawford. But, like, he, it, it just, just off the intro, it just impressed me because I'm like, damn, he got these metaphors. And he just spitting in a whole different way than I, that I think niggas is spitting these days, especially from the South. So, um, shout out to No Cap, Mr. Crawford. That's one of the ones I keep going back to. Um, vaccine. 
uh i'll be here um house bigger uh of course that intro yeah it's, it's definitely some dope shit on here so if you if you like nba young boy i think you will fuck with no cap so y'all check that joint out all right what's your next one all right my next one is payroll giovanni detroit artist back to the basics album that I was listening to pretty much every day on the way to work in the morning when I was playing this shit. Just because it's how motivating it is. It's along the same uh, vein to me as Jeezy. He just showing you how to hustle in the more the right way now. Like all that uh, old shit and trying to teach people to go do the wrong shit and and make stupid moves. Like that shit's dumb. Like, it, it don't make sense. Like, they're just trying to tell you how to hustle the right way in the rhymes and how they did it and how not to be a hater. Like, how, how to still, like, um, treat your girl and, like, how to how to elevate your bitch and you need to choose the right one. Like, it's it's almost like that player-type music that he's known for as well. Definitely. So, like, I, I like, like, he really killed this album. Like, the beats, uh, the rapping was... He was going nuts on some of these verses. Like, Payroll, like, this this, this album really is in, like, my top five, for real. Like, for how much, like, I play it back. I play it back, like, that much. Um, But, yeah, shout out to this album. And make sure you check out Back to the Basics. Yeah, this shit was cool. Like, um, like we was talking about it before and i was like the beats something about the beats don't sound right to me like i don't know if they just sound old as hell like super 2004 like, i don't know what it is about it but he was spitting on here like he payroll gonna spit like he gonna say some shit some player shit some hustle shit like so you gotta respect him for that his flows and his like verses like he was really snapping in the booth yeah nah he was like back to the basics back to the pavement 10 plus years in man like he better be i think he got a lot of practice in. He, he done he done dropped a lot of fire shit too so and baby face too yeah 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 like so. that's actually one of my other albums with baby mm-hmm. face ray face so i might as well go ahead and talk about that one yeah one of my also another detroit rapper i don't, I don't know what it is because Back then, like, I didn't really care too much. I feel like Detroit rappers, they needed to do a little bit more with, like, their music, their beat selection. Like, I always kind of had, like, that kind of little critique about it, about the music. Back when I was younger, I listened to it. I was like, yeah, Detroit music, it all sounds the same. But I feel like artists now in Detroit, they're understanding that, and they're starting to branch out with, like, their their delivery a little bit. Like, their beat selection, like, how it kind of sounds, like... It, like those the artists that do that from Detroit those are the ones that stand out yeah and those those are the artists that are like blowing up like when Dej Lowe came out uh she was like oh white feeling godly she came out with that like that different kind of sound and flow that one track it, it was still like Detroit shit but it was still like she did that shit in a different way mm-hmm. and it's just the artists who want to be experimental and, and try something different with their voice and it still bring the Detroit um, player uh, swag all to the music. Those are the people that tend to shine now, especially now today. 
It seemed like everybody got like a Detroit flowing rap. Yeah. Like people from California, the Bay Area, uh, Atlanta. You even say ESTG. Like you be hating on him because you be like, oh, he sound yeah, like. Yeah, he bit. He bit a little bit. Like maybe not now, but like when I first was hearing him, I'm like, mm, I don't know. But there's a lot of niggas that just feel, I feel like they kind of, it's like a derivative of what Detroit has been doing for like 10 years. It's a lot of niggas. I won't name names, but I hear it. I hear it in Jacksonville. I hear it in um, Atlanta. I hear it in... The influence starting to spread. Most definitely. Yeah, they, they own now. But um, yeah, shout out to uh, both of them. I don't have any Detroit artists in my top 10 this year. because. But I did like Face, though. I did like Face, that album. I didn't get to check out the last, the most recent Babyface Ray album. but. Um, and I'm not going into like track by track of everything because... I probably already did it in the past episodes. You guys can check it out. That's why I'm just giving more of a general overview because I already talked about it before. Yes, sir. Yeah, get y'all some new shit to slap, you know, in, in the whip or in the headphones or whatever. But all right, let me go ahead and I'm just going to do two real quick. Um, let me see if I can keep it in that same vein again. Uh, you put this one in. I'm not going to talk too long about this one because you talked about this one already. But you put this in your honorable mentions talking about is 10 albums better than this. The, for, the Forever Story by Jid. I mean, the storytelling, the flows, the beats, like everything about this. Like, it, it, I love when rappers rap and like they don't waste any words or syllables or anything. Like, he's one of them rappers that like when he says a sentence and he says a stanza and a verse, he don't waste no kind of words. Like, he's he's just spitting, you know, the shit that's, that's coming off the top or the shit that he writes. So shout out to Jid for the Forever Story. Definitely my top ten this year. Now uh, it was smooth. That, yeah, it was. I mean, shit for me, it was more than smooth. To me, I thought that shit was like, cause at the at that time, at that time, I think that was that was after Kendrick came out. So like at that time, I was like, oh, Kendrick, he was saying some shit, but like that shit kind of knocked Kendrick shit off off the off the ledge for me. Um, so yeah, let me let's talk about Kendrick then. I know this in your top ten. So Mr. Morale and the big steppers by kendrick lamar um yeah i mean it was our only album review yeah of the year and i haven't really this is one of them albums i probably should have put in my honorable mentions because i didn't revisit it a whole lot like top to bottom but there is songs on her that i really fuck with i'm still Uh, listening to the album and catching new lines and I'm, I'm actually went back to, to Pippa Butterfly. Like I've been listening to that lately. Now that yeah, that's my favorite Kendrick album. That's my favorite, just because I don't know it just sounded how I wanted to sound. But this shit, like it's eh. like my beautiful dark twisted fantasy to me. Like when I think of to Pippa Butterfly. But we're talking about top ten of twenty twenty two. We got twenty twenty two. I ain't trying to get too deep into that. So like okay, so if we talking about the disc, could we already did have a um a, a episode on this? But let's kind of let's talk about this. So, so like I'm looking on Spotify and there's two discs. Do you see like a difference, or do you see what he was trying to do on disc one versus disc two? Like, is disc one Mister Morale and disc two is the Big Steppers? Like, how you feel about that? Yeah, I mean we had a couple episodes, part one, part two, where we talked about Mister Morale and the Big Steppers doing the breakdown. So make sure you guys go check that out. But what you're asking me, I will say 
there is definitely a difference in the sound from the first half to the second half, but it all still meshes to me. Mm -hmm. um, it's all—it's just all telling a story, and it, I don't know. You probably haven't been looking at his videos that he's been releasing. No, I have. I have great, great videos, incredible yeah, like videos. Him talking to his therapist. It just seems like all these thoughts and conversations that he's been having with therapists and getting real deep to know his inner self and understanding really who is Kendrick Lamar. Like the more adult version who he's growing into become. That's why when I think of Kendrick Lamar now and I'm looking at the videos, I'm like, he's just like starting off. Like this is the beginning. Yeah, like this, this yes. is kind of scary. Like yeah, the is. way that he's, like the way that he's his mind is, and like how like these videos and everything's looking. Like he's he's really about to like crank it up even another level. Like I, that's really where I think it's it's going. Like and, either. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. That's the thing. I'm like, I always said Kendrick Lamar is my my number one artist of all time. Because I've been listening to the mixtapes going back to Kendrick Lamar EP. Like, I like I am Kendrick Lamar. And, like, like, those, like, albums are, like, really my favorite albums. The ones where he's really introspective. He's talking about himself and his mind. When he gets to, like, my heart and, like, those songs and where, where it started off from the beginning, where he gets into his mindset and, like, how music is so much more important. Like without music, it's really just death. Like mm -hmm. it's deep for him. Like it's it's like really like a it almost seems like a disease. Like the music is for him. Like it's something that just is constantly always it's coming at him so fast. Like I, I feel like like I, I've heard people say this about like uh, Eminem. I know you we've we've had discussions and about and stuff like that, but I've heard like a story where Eminem supposedly has a bunch of pieces of paper that he just writes bars and he just places a bunch of bars away that he just writes. Mm. Like he like when he's coming with songs like he picks out like bars and like he's like piss it together. Hmm. Interesting. That's why it should sound like that. Okay. Maybe that's not exactly how he does, but I heard someone someone talk about how that's kind of how Eminem does it. Um, probably sometimes, maybe sometimes other. He don't do that that way, but anyways, I think uh, yeah. But to back to the question, as I said before, yeah. I mean, they both sound different, but they both tap into a different part of him. And I feel like that was the gist of the album. What, what you think? I don't know. I I haven't really dove into this album. Like like if you ask me about pretty much any other project from Kendrick, I could break it down. You know what I mean? For this one, I don't. I haven't got a great grasp on it yet because, like I said, I just been on listening to other shit <laughs> this year. And I am gonna get back to this. Like probably like when his next album drop. By the time that shit drop, I'm gonna be like, oh damn, this Mr. Morale shit actually hard as hell. But um, I do like the album. It's good. But it just hasn't connected like all the other ones has. Yeah, I mean, this is my top 10. So what you got next? 
No, it's in my ten. No, I, I just did two because that's in my top ten too. Oh, I was like, where's the good words? You got the I, mean, <laughs> I mean, honestly, okay, to keep it one thousand. I mean, it's Kendrick Lamar, so I'm gonna put it in my top ten because, like you said, that's one of my favorite artists of all time. So kind of like what I did with SZA. No, I don't heard the album. No, I just you ain't heard a lick of SZA shit. <laughs> all right, go ahead. I know it sounds beautiful. Um, so the next one I'm gonna go ahead and put out there is Freddie Gibbs. This was in your honorable mentions, mm-hmm. Triple S. I thought the album was really great. I loved the features that he had on there. Some of them in the beginning, I was like, eh, but then it grew on me. Mm-hmm. And when I hear the songs again, I'm like, man, this is actually becoming like a really dope song and the concept and the idea behind the track. Like I could tell he put a lot of thought into his music and the concept of the album. I feel he put work into this and it shows. He had Offset, Moneyback Yo, Rick Ross, Anderson Pat, DJ Paul, Pusha T, Scarface, a bunch of people. Me, Soul Child, everything. Like I said, I wasn't going to get too much into all the tracks because I already talked about before, but um. Yeah, this this album's work. All right, I I will put this up there as one of his best albums, up there with like Pinata and um Bandana probably. Bandana. That's yeah. two mad ones. Yeah, 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 for sure. There's a lot. There's got to be a conversation with Freddie. He has a lot of really good music. A lot. A lot of great albums that are highly rated. Yeah. Like every single one of his albums, like when you look at ratings and the the critical like acclaim that comes to an album, he's up there pretty much most of the time. Alfredo, Bandana, uh, You Only Live Twice, um, Shadow of a Doubt. And it's crazy because this nigga really been around 10 plus years, but he only really started getting that acclaim like probably after he worked with Mad Lib. Which is like 2014, 2015. Like, but he was doing shit in 2011, 2012 that I thought was like super crazy. Yeah, he was on the uh, cover with a, with a bunch of the, the uh, double XL artists. Yeah. Damn, he was on double XL. That's crazy. Yeah, he talked about it in his album. The most recent one? And Soul Soul Separately. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, one of the lyrics he talked about, yeah, being on the, the double XL. See, I ain't catch it because I only heard the album one time. But. <laughs> And he was spinning shit. He said, like, I'm still, like, hustling and shit. Like, Hold on. Let me, real quick, let me see if I can pull this shit up real quick. We might have to move on. But I just want to see who else was on that cover. Was it the Currency one? Yeah, I think so. Nipsey was on there. Uh, J. Cole, Wiz, OJ the Juice Man, J-Rock. Uh, he said I was the only one on Double XL cover without a deal. These niggas had deals? Oh, I guess J. Cole had a deal. I don't know if Nipsey had a deal for real. Big Sean had a deal. J-Rock had a deal. Juice Man had a, had a deal. Wiz, I don't know if Wiz had a deal at that point either, but okay. J. Cole, like. J. Cole definitely had, had a deal. Yeah. J-Rock. Rock Nation shit. Of course, TDE. Um, huh? I don't know who these, who, who the fuck is Pill? Like, I know who Pill is, but still. <laughs> I don't even see Pill on here. I just seen the name. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Oh, Fashan, Fashan, and Dinus was on here. No, nah, I mean yeah. that's the thing. It's like 
he got more great albums than J. Cole. Agreed. Like critically acclaimed, critically acclaimed albums that are highly rated. He gets more of those albums than J. Cole. He might be a better rapper than J. Cole. I ain't gonna hold niggas up. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold niggas up. Freddie he be, he be saying that though. He be like, he be like, put my name up there with K. J. Cole, and niggas just be like, <laughs> relax. <laughs> like, I don't know why though. Him and Wale like, always be saying like, put my name up there, like, and all the niggas know like, niggas know they can rap. That well, ain't what it is, but it just be like, I feel like it's like looking at, I don't know. It's how niggas used to look at the South. Like, niggas know like people from the South can make good music, but still, New York niggas wasn't pinning them at the top. They'd be like, like that shit alright. It might be because he's from Gary, Indiana. Like, he the only rapper from there that made it big. So, like, maybe that's why. Mm-hmm. Cause like they probably look, they look at small cities like the South now. You know what I mean? Like somebody from fucking Kalamazoo, Michigan, get on like okay, yeah, like, Flint or some shit. I mean, Flint niggas can have emotion a little bit, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. kind of the same thing. Lizzo blew that shit up. Yeah, yeah, but um, but yeah, um, so yeah, shout out to the album. It was good. I just like I said, I only heard it one time. So, um. Something that I've heard multiple times and I will continue to listen to. This nigga dropped a lot of shit this year. Um, it was hard to choose one, but the one that I've just been, you know, kind of kind of going over a lot lately is that 3,800 Degrees by NBA Youngboy. Like, this, this shit, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. This nigga NBA Youngboy is a machine when it comes to this music shit. Just hearing you, got two of his, you got two of his albums in the top ten? No, just one. The other one was is the other one was no cap. That's his artist. But yeah, uh, thirty eight hundred degrees NBA young. But I wanted to put multiple though. I ain't gonna. He lie. was beefing with him. Yeah, that's, I saw that recently. I'm like, can we please? Cause somebody gonna die. Fucking with this shit, man. We don't need no more rapper deaths at all. Nah, um, stop the violence, please. And he, that's the thing about NBA young boy. He said stop the violence, but he still. <laughs> he that's like, why I said it. Stop the violence. Him, yeah. Him, uh, Bobby Smurder. That shit. That shit was funny. Um, and then Bobby Schmurter, cop, please talking about no, I did not mean that. Like, but no, nah, anyway, thirty eight hundred degrees, definitely some good tracks on here. Like, I feel like the product, the projects he dropped, they all have like a different vibe this year. And this one was kind of like the, it was on some mixtape shit. Like, it was just on some like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna get these beats I usually rap over. We're gonna spit the shit that I usually rap. Like, really classic, just just quintessential uh, NBA young boy shit. So shout out thirty eight hundred degrees. Yeah, and that project we, was hard. Yep, so let's go ahead and get into this next one. All right, so my next one is Based on a Feeling, Sabrina Claudio. Okay. Album I talked about earlier in the year, one of my favorite projects that came out. Sabrina Claudia. Sabrina Claudio. I don't know if it's Claudio or Claudia or whatever, however she pronounce it, but this album was... Perfect from beginning to end. The stories that she was able to create, the mood, the sound was just. It's an album I always catch myself going back and listening to. It's a very like feminine album, so when I like catch myself singing the songs, I'm like replacing her with. Yeah, yeah man, shit. Like I chasing yeah. out the like, cause it, I I can't like scream or sing out like certain parts, so I'm like mm-hmm. switching out the fucking 
words with him and her, like whatever. Um, but either way, even when I do that, it still sounds like perfect. Like it, like it, this album was was crazy. And dudes, can we stop? Like, hey, it's it's okay to like music that women make. Like, it's okay. <laughs> like, yeah, they yeah they might be singing about a dude, but at the same time, you could flip it, like Ryan said, and talk about you know think about your girl or whatever. Like, we can feel feelings too, guys. I just, just want to let y'all know. Yeah, and like the way the album, like how she did the music, it wasn't even that like like it was in a raw way. Yeah. Okay. Like it was like f you, like kind of like. I found a better version of you. Like I know I talked about this a little bit more, but yeah, in the songs when she talking about, she said I found a better version of you and I'm happy. Like it's just excited. Like it's it's the whole sound is is is, is amazing. Mm, Make sure okay. you go check that. Based on the feeling, Sabrina Claudio. Yeah, folks, check that joint out. A-side. Claudio, Claudio, Claudio. Yeah. Um. Now this one, this one, I think this is my number three. Uh, I was kind of debating on whether to put. It, it was like two artists that I that I listened to their album recently that I really liked. Both kind of in the same vein. Um, both kind of like that Afro beats type shit. But I chose this one because this is the one that I've been, you know, re- returning to. It's so it's so many good records on here. This is one of them straight through joints too. And anytime I hear an album from this dude, like it's always straight through for me. So shout out to Burner Boy. Uh, Nigerian artist. Um, the album is called Love Domini. I think that's how you say it. I think it's Domini, which is his name. Um, but this one, man, like, I don't know. If you, if you just got to be in the Afrobeats type of vibe, like where, you know, you just kind of feeling the beats and like Rob was saying about, um, I forgot what you was, ta- oh, uh, you was talking about. Um, Jamaican songs and shit. Yeah, Jamaican. Yeah, you was talking about Burn the Boy. Boom, Bad Bunny. Yeah, Bad Bunny. You was telling my Bad Bunny. Like, sometimes you don't understand everything they be saying, but it's still hard as hell. It's the vibes. <laughs> it really be the vibes. But and, but he speak English, too. So it's just, like, it's just like he... It's like when people speak Spanglish and they might say, like, hola, friend, or something like that. So, like, he, I wouldn't even want Bad Bunny to speak English on the track. We good. Like, we good. <laughs> like, just keep doing well, I already know that shit gonna sound <laughs> garbage. Yeah. Cause it's like the way they have to 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 keep up with the cadences that we do in their language, like that's already hard enough. But like just trying to bring it back to nah, we don't, we don't want to hear that shit. So um, you shout out Burner Boy, check out Love Domini if you're looking for some good Afro beats this year. Um, yeah, man, it's number yes, three, sir. All right, so my next one is. I only got a couple more left on my list. I actually had it like a top eleven. So I'm gonna get into my top two, really, and that's Conway the Machine. God don't make mistakes. Yeah, he dropped this year. That's crazy. That album, unbelievable. How he got very vulnerable from the past, the shootings. How he feels about himself when he looks in the mirror. Um, how he lost a child. How he views music and his life, and where he feel like his music is today, and where he feel like it's, it can go. I feel like every all those questions that I'm asking right now, he answered on this album. This album was 
I'm glad he took his time and he released all of those mini projects or whatever leading up to this because he this album's like he couldn't have made it if he didn't take his time. Um, some of those artists I always hate hate on them if they take too long between projects, but that's not how Griselda and they work them operate. They'll give you an album about every every month, and it'd be a bunch of EPs, mixtapes, it's just all the people they work with in between while while he's still working on like his his major debut album, which was which that's what this was. Like I like the how they they working and they have all these different projects and different styles. Um, I wish more artists would do that. Like a scissor. All that music that you've been working on for all the years, like I thought you could have let out little EPs, mixtapes, or something like that in between to keep your fans satisfied. Um, I don't, I don't know why artists they they wait out of time. Even like Frank Ocean or something like that. Man, like, don't even get me started on Frank, man. Just certain artists that take all this time between projects, like they're not working. It, it just always confuses me. Like, you can always, like, bring us along the way. And I feel like Griselda does it really well. Um, they give us a taste through all the different sounds and people they're working with. Because they'll work on, like, really, like, be, like, seem like complete projects when they work with a producer. Like, a whole album will get made the same day. Damn near. Or, like, a weekend and just hanging out with them. And the album will be made. Like they're taking along us for the ride, and they're keeping like the those big tracks for the for his debut. And this album got them in mistakes, and the features that he had on there, like Jill Scott and a bunch of other more people. Um, but yeah, God don't make mistakes. Conway, shout out to you and Griselda for sure. What you got? Yeah, shout out to Griselda. I mean, um, I'm surprised you ain't put ten. Like that uh, West Side Gun shit, that shit was, was really good too. That should have been in my honorable mentions. Yeah, that definitely would have been. Like, I had a bunch more albums that I wanted to pin on honorable mentions, but I didn't want to make it too long. Because there was a, some more albums I definitely wanted to put on there, but I was just like, yeah, I'm going to cut it off. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we already talked about a bunch of albums throughout the year. Like, they can just go back and hear about all of them. Yeah, we didn't already talked about this one. I, honestly, the, my top two, I'm pretty sure I didn't already talked about on here. But we've, I think we both like this album like a whole lot. This is this is de- definitive, definitively my top two for sure. So number two, Steve Lacey, Gemini Rights, man. Like it's really nothing. To, I can't even say shit about this album. You just gotta hear it. That was like, my number you, one. Yeah, once you hear this shit though, it's just like, man, like, come on, dog. <laughs> like come on, man. Like what? And then especially because I've been listening to Steve Lacey since, you know, since I found out about him, um, you know, through the internet. He was the, the guitarist and the singer. I was hyping his album up before it even came out on the pot. And Steve Lacey, were, like, I was like, yeah. I can't wait till he drops some shit, like before he even releasing shit. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't I don't understand why he didn't blow up before because his, his old shit is good, too. Like, I'm, I'm confused. So he has had some singles that's done, done no, pretty I, well. I can understand it for sure. I feel like it's just like this was the 
the the effort and the blood, sweat, and tears between like all his other projects and growing as an artist and becoming comfortable with him. Yeah, cause he's still pretty young too. So like, yeah, like when he was on the internet, he was like 17, 16 or seventeen, playing guitar and singing for them. So. Um, oh yeah, this is him figuring it out. Like, and yeah. I think he caught one. Now he's like, ah, oh, yeah, I can I can do twenty of these. <laughs> for real. And but I'm just kind of surprised about like Bad Habit. Like Bad Habit is not the best song in this album to me. And um, that's the one that just really catapulted him to like the superstar. Like he, Steve Lacey is a superstar right now. Like every song, is his he writes, man. he produces, he he plays guitar, he sings. Like he's he got tattoos he with Kanye and Lil Uzi. Yeah, he did. Yeah, so it was like he's really like he's on a different level right now. I never saw this coming. I didn't really, I guess when I was listening to him back then, I didn't really think like, oh, he might be like, he might be that nigga for real. But no, nah, like this, this album, um, top to bottom, top to bottom. Uh, I would say for me, my favorite songs are probably, uh, I, at this very moment, I'm going to say Mercury. Mercury is just so different. Like it just got this vibe. It's like a Latin American type vibe. And then what's the last song? Oh, Give You the World. Like that give you the world shit. Like that shit. Prince vibes. Like you was talking about Prince vibes earlier. Like, oh my God. Like that last song is Prince. Yeah, that shit was hard. Like every song on this shit was Sunshine. I mean, I like I like Helmet. Helmet is hard too. Yeah. Buttons. Mm-hmm. Give you the world. Like, and they all sound static. different. Yeah, it's, it's all like this was short and sweet. Every like it was perfect. Perfect. Like from, it's a great listen from start to to end. No, for sure. Number for sure. one album of the year for me. Wait, so did you? So that that was your last one then? Yeah, I named off eleven albums. Okay, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about my last one. I'm not. I'm gonna keep it short, just because we we running like we over it all right now. But um, man, this album I can't stop listening to this album, bro. Like. Uno the Activist, Limbus 3, like, it's just, you got to understand where I'm at and just, like, the, the type of music I'm into. Like, that's just what it is right now. Limbus 3, Uno the Activist. I'm not even going to say a lot about it because if you don't, because if you, if you're listening to it and you go listen and you like it and you get it, then you'll get it. But if you don't, then you won't get it. So Limbus 3, Uno the Activist, like, that's my top album of the year. I can't stop listening. All right. Um, so yeah, man. Can't wait for that new Playboy Cardi. He was talking about. He was shooting a video on the gram, and we'll see if the next project coming out. Cause that's his cousin, right? Like. Yeah, that's his cousin, like blood cousin. I don't know yeah. what it's gonna sound like. I'm kind of interested to hear, right? Like what this new Cardi gonna sound like? To be honest, been on this different clown wave, funny shit. So we'll <laughs> yeah. see. But I want to go ahead and end off this new year podcast that we got going on here about some of the things that people have to look forward to in this new year that we've been discussing about. Okay. So this upcoming year, me and Matt been having discussions and we think we're going to have video content coming in this upcoming year. No, we are for sure. Um, we don't know what what platform we're going to use to have the the video content because not all the episodes are going to be video. 
Um, still, some episodes are going to be audio because we're not in the same spot. We're also going to try to get maybe a few episodes in person and get like a studio to try to record. Maybe we'll get a couple people or something and have some episodes like that in the year. So look out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, we got some interesting guests coming on that we've been talking with. I can't wait for you guys to to see that guests that we haven't we haven't had these kind of guests on, and this could be a very cool collaboration. Also, um, look forward to some of the guests that we had on in the past coming back and talking about new projects, new work, um, art, whatever they're doing, uh, creativity wise, because they're always thinking about the next thing and that's what we're doing here uh, at the friends podcast we're talking to creatives who are consistently creating and um yeah what what more do you got to say i mean that's it for real man i'm ready to go ahead and get up out of here it's been a long day already um but yeah i mean you know i thank y'all for listening and um you know we definitely like i said at the beginning like we done put in a lot of hours of of talking using our vocal cords and editing and social media management finding people and so many things throughout the first year of our podcast so i mean i just i just appreciate everybody that's been supporting and you know if you um you know stick with us in 2023 and 2024 and beyond like you know we'll be here and give us feedback too because like we don't even know do y'all like the interviews do y'all like, you know what I'm saying, when we talk to different people? Do you like when we do our solos? Like, let us know, man. But we're gonna we gonna keep doing it anyway. But also, 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 also. We're actually thinking about we're gonna be headed to different social media, so more YouTube and getting engagement from our YouTube and doing YouTube shorts. Um Trying to get a big community there. Because we were mm-hmm. also thinking about Patreon, but maybe we'll just build up the YouTube and make it what Patreon could be. Or maybe eventually our own website. We'll see. Um, Most definitely. So keep an eye out for us on there for sure. Subscribe if you're not already subscribed. Yeah. And the TikTok for sure. Yeah. We're going to show, we're going to, uh, we're going to definitely blast all this information on our Instagram. So our Instagram just may be a little different going forward in the new year um because we might start putting more of the content on the youtube and the different social media platforms that we're thinking about as well some other ones um Most definitely so you you might not find us all the time on instagram but you always gonna find us on spotify on apple music on google play yeah and all that shit youtube and we always gonna be on there with, with the audio and the video sometime soon um so yeah, man, just keep an eye out for us. And of course, the link tree. If you hit the link tree, like you're gonna find it somewhere, you know, in, in whatever corner of the internet that we on. So twenty twenty three. The Friends Podcast. Yeah, man. I guess closing last words, yo. So um yeah, like I said, we appreciate you for listening. Let us know what y'all been listening to in twenty twenty two. What's your top ten albums? I, I guess one thing before we go. Okay, okay. Before we end up the new year. What's one thing you're grateful for? Um, one thing that I'm I want the audience for, to have to answer this question too. When y'all hear this, put it in the comments in the YouTube or wherever. One thing I'm grateful for. Um, I don't know. 
That's a good question. I would have to think about that. I feel like I'm grateful for, I mean, I have simple answers like life and, you know, relatively good health. Like I'm not sick or anything or like um, things like that. But I would have to really think in depth and like really ponder over that question. Is there anything that come to mind when you, when you, when you think what you're grateful for? I guess you call it simple, but I don't think that's simple at all. I mean, I believe like life. Um, I'm glad I'm still mentally stable. I'm glad I'm still moving around and moving my feet. I'm able to still try to come up with ideas and make dreams possible. I still feel like I'm glad I'm still mentally where I feel like what what I can do or I'm not what, what's the what the Kendrick Lamar and Tupac said because I've been listening to his Butterfly album oh that last it album was, remember the last song yeah Mortal Man and he asked Tupac a question and Tupac responded by the age of 30 like society and, and the man they kind of just drain the life out of you that you don't have the same drive or the same power mm. or the same you just want to stick to the mold and stay just status quo so I'm, and I'm glad I, I'm not I haven't made it to that point yet and um, I consistently want to grow myself I'm still feeling that way so that's what I'm thankful for most definitely that's that's um you know wise words great words to end the podcast off for 2022 so thank y'all for listening this has been the mm-hmm. friends podcast man we out peace <laughs>